Hello, everyone. Lane Nordland, your voice for agriculture, joining you here today for today's Lane Cast. Before we jump into agricultural news and events, just a reminder that you can download our podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. Those are the apps that you can listen to this podcast. Make sure. Share it on social media. Tell your friends about it. We want to get a following. Make sure and share your comments on the post as well. And let us know what's on your mind or any ag events or happenings going on across the western United States impacting agriculture. Well, happy to have you with us here today. Of course, I want to thank my number one listener out there, that being my mom. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here today and looking at uh, News and issues impacting farmers and ranchers. The water continues to really impact ranchers and farmers up along Montana's High Line and across much of the state. The spring warm-up is upon us. The sun is out today. Yesterday it snowed in Bozeman, Montana, where I'm broadcasting from. Now the sun's out. It's absolutely beautiful, but that causes the runoff, of course, and there's not much producers can do other than wait for the water to quit running and for it to dry up just a little bit. I know folks are getting antsy as when they can get out into the fields to plant some spring wheat here, but we will just have to be patient here, and it's hard to think about that we could have a drought upon us in just a few months. The reason I bring this up, I attended last week's Montana Nutrition Conference and Livestock Forum that was hosted in Bozeman. Montana State University Extension Specialists were presenting at the event, and I spoke with Dr. Emily Message. She's the Extension Forage Specialist for Montana State University. And after last year's drought and this year's long, hard winter and the spring runoff we are experiencing, it's hard to think that experts are predicting that we could have a late-season drought or a flash drought later in the summer. I spoke with Dr. Message about last year's drought and what producers should expect moving in to the summer of 2018 for parts of Montana in the Northern Plains. So already we know following a drought year we can potentially see some lower production just because we're basically in a deficit. Now we're fortunate that this winter we are at that full snowpack in a lot of areas. We've kind of made up in that deficit, had a lot of winter moisture. So hopefully we get really good spring growth, but the problem is that we're also delaying planting because we have so much moisture. So one thing I always like to recommend producers is kind of look at the drought forecast. If we have drought in our future, which potentially this year might be slight drought for some areas, then annual forages are an option because we can get them to produce in fairly low amounts of water and they produce pretty quickly. So we can be using this as a summer grazing source or we can be haying it off and potentially have some added hay in our storage um, fields. In the event of a late summer drought, producers do have a few options in managing their forages. Of course we can look at that traditional cool season early planting where we get the production early in the year so that we can graze that and keep animals off our perennial forages a little bit longer or we can hay that. In some areas we can look at those warm season species that you're going to be planting a little bit later that can provide that fall grazing option. The biggest issue is we have to have enough heat units for those so not every area is going to be suited and we still have to have moisture. But generally those warm season options are going to be more water efficient than our cool seasons so in those lower moisture areas those could definitely be a good option or alternative for producers. 
Again, that was Dr. Emily Message, the Extension Forge Specialist at Montana State University. Dr. Message was actually, I was a part of her first class that she taught when she came to Montana State University. I can't believe she stayed in teaching after putting up with me and some of my Alpha Gamma Rho Agricultural Fraternity brothers. She does an outstanding job helping producers utilize and maximize their forage potential out on their farms and ranches. I would encourage you to visit Montana State University Extension online and learn more about all the opportunities they provide producers across the state of Montana and Extension agents across the nation as well. Well, talking about the possibility of drought in the Big Sky State, there is still that concern of drought and wildfire still continuing in the Midwest. I did see a report that the state of Oklahoma received more precipitation this weekend than they have in the past six months, which did help in that fight against the catastrophic wildfires impacting rural communities and farmers and ranchers in the state of Oklahoma. I do see that livestock producers who have lost animals in the Central Plains wildfires this spring may qualify for USDA's Farm Service Agency Livestock Indemnity Program. Oklahoma State University Extension is reporting the LIP program provides assistance to producers who have experienced abnormal livestock deaths due to a number of different conditions, including wildfire. If you'd like to help those Oklahoma cattle producers impacted by wildfire, just visit the Oklahoma Cattlemen's Foundation online. Well, finally today, there's still quite a lot up in the air in terms of trade, but that is one of the number one issues on farmers and ranchers' mind. The trade issues that will no doubt set the trends for future prices and opportunities for expansion. And we do see today that the European Commission has announced over the weekend that the EU and Mexico had reached a free trade deal. A report says the deal virtually eliminates tariffs on practically all goods traded between EU members and Mexico. The EU and Mexico said last week they would upgrade their trade talks to update the agreement they signed back in 2000. The announcement came at the same time that the U.S. was threatening to pull out of the North American Free Trade Agreement. Mexico and the EU appeared to take a shot at President Trump when they announced the deal, calling it a defense of open and rules-based trade. The EU President Jean-Claude Juncker said over the weekend that Mexico and the EU worked together to reach a mutually beneficial outcome. But just not too long ago, Vice President Mike Pence said that the NAFTA renegotiation was very close to being wrapped up and it could be potentially signed here in the next few weeks, moving into May. So there's still a lot up in the air as to terms of trade deals impacting farmers and ranchers here in the United States. Well, friends, that will do it for today's LaneCast here talking Ag Lane, your voice for agriculture. As I mentioned at the beginning of the report, you can listen to our programs on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. For more information, visit also our Instagram page and Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster on Facebook or visit my website, nordlandcommunications.com. That will do it for today. Until next time, I'm Lane Nordland, your voice for agriculture.